finally found the most generic live show. This is the generic live show. Hour two of the program. Thanks for joining. I can't do my screamy shout thing to this soft music, right? Hour two of the generic live show. We're singing now because I don't know why. Apparently, Dale's singing things is every favorite bit, and I don't get it, but I don't get a lot of things. So, what else is new? Hey, everyone, thanks for joining us here on hour two of the program. Thanks for joining us. It's Dale Kemper here with you, as per always. Uh, we're doing a very, very different episode. We're doing some, some rapid fire news at your face. And then we're going to take the last half of the hour uh, to reminisce. Uh, reminisce about something special. So, there you go. Uh, we talked about this last hour, but again, uh, there are some people that somehow only listen to the first hour of the show, but not listen to the second hour, which I still find kind of weird, but people are weird, so what can you do? Uh, over 2.7 million Australians... Uh, are affected by the com- now compulsory airbags, uh, making it the nation's largest product recall on history. ABC News has the details. The list of cars with faulty airbags has been ever-growing. Manufacturers are now being compelled to contact anyone who needs a replacement, but they won't always have up-to-date records, so the responsibility falls to the owner. The recall is now compulsory. The ACCC website lists the car models that are affected, and now an extra 1.3 million cars with faulty airbags will be added to that list by April 3rd. And it'll include more big names such as Ford, Mercedes-Benz, Tesla, Land Rover and Audi. So how do you find out if your car is affected? Well, first, you need to find your vehicle identification number. That's often under the windscreen or near the driver's door. Once you have your VIN, you'll be able to enter it into a searchable database on your car maker's website. Manufacturers say they're confident they can quickly fix these faults, but if it takes longer than a day, they have to give you alternative transport. The replacement must be free and won't affect car insurance costs. So what about the 1.7 million cars that have already had their airbags replaced? Well, some of them ended up with the same faulty airbags. However, the industry can't say just how many. The issue here is the technology is safe up to six years. So we replace the bag as it's close to six years in full knowledge that that bag will need to be replaced at a later date, thus keeping consumers and motorists safe. So for now, the advice is work out if your car is faulty and contact the manufacturer immediately. By the year 2020, all the defective Takata airbags will need to be decommissioned. Oh, Dale, don't drink coffee right before a clip ending. Uh, that was uh, the ABC with a detailed uh, description of uh, uh, description of the uh, of the, the the recall. Uh, Kerry is saying the stream is frozen. Ooh, uh, hmm. Uh, oh, it's all good on my end. Uh, no dropped 
frames. Huh, I don't know. Uh, I mean... Uh, it, I did put this together last minute, so... Uh, is there audio? My end. Uh, there is audio. Uh, I mean... The output I'm getting is... Uh, fine. Huh. Weird. Uh, uh, could be me. I, I don't know. I, I, I seriously don't know. Again, uh, pre-showers will appreciate me. Uh, uh, pre-showers will appreciate me frantically setting up the stream live on air. So, it's all... Yeah, it's all good on my end. Weird. 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 I have to sit down and figure this out. Anyway. Because... Uh, <coughs> <laughs> All of my settings wiped, like straight away. So I do, I do apologize. Uh, China's Congress. Uh, moving on uh, from there. Uh, uh, could be me. Wiped. Huh. Well, if the video is off, then this might just have to be audio only. Huh. Sorry, YouTubers. Uh, ooh, I just dropped 20 frames. Ooh, dropped frames. I mean... Huh. Okay. Uh, again, I apologize. I don't know what is happening. Uh, so, China. You know, the China... Votes to abolish presidential term limits. Breaking news. This broke uh, last night. Uh, uh, are we back? I don't think so. Weird. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, we are back. Alright. That's weird. Okay, I do apologize for the video. Uh, yes, China Congress's uh, votes to abolish presidential term limits, allowing Xi President Xi, which would be 11, to rule indefinitely. So there you go. President uh, is going to be there. For ever. So China, bye-bye elections. Uh, they, it passed with a majority with two no votes and three abstains among the 3,000 delegates. Jeepers. Uh, China's ruling. Uh, okay. Uh, Chorus and Rona says, I was having issues, uh, it was having issues for me at, at the same time, but I can see or hear you, uh, and hear you now. Uh, it could have been my internet. It could, my internet does this weird thing where it just doesn't crap out. It just dives. So I did drop 20 frames. So I reckon it, it's dipped and come back now. So there you go. Uh, 
China's ruling Communist Party proposed the amendment last month, and there was never any doubt that it would pass Parliament. It was packed with the loyal party members who would not be opposed to the proposal. Uh, Alright, I'm going to do that. I'm going to apologize. There we go. Additionally, clauses were included to give a legal framework to a new super anti corruption department. Uh, there's a video uh, about voting. So that's obviously the read. That's a packed pause. That is a packed parliament too. Like that is that is huge. Huh. There's a lot of people there. Okay. Uh, I could not tell you what that was. Uh, and I hope it was not a... Uh, hope anything bad. Uh, re reporters uh, were briefly ushered from the main hall delegates... Uh, file, uh, filed in their bullet, uh, ballot papers, bullet papers, Jesus, uh, I'm distracted now, uh, but allowed to see them placing, placing the papers one by one into a large red ballot box around the room. Uh, he ca uh, the president casted his vote first, podium first at the hall, then turned uh, by other six members of the party's elite standing committee who runs China. Uh, Mr. Jai's tenure was due to expire in 2022, uh, but now he's going to uh, going to rule forever. Here is uh, Richard McGregor from uh, the ABC to explain, just explain the president's rise to power. So in other words, there's no limit on President Xi staying on as president. And of course, there's already no limit to him staying on as head of the Communist Party, which is the really powerful position. But it's really an enormously symbolic uh, move in any case, because it unwinds all these sorts of rules and norms which have been put into place over the last 20, 30 years in China, trying to sort of pull back from one man rule. So it's a big deal. And when you say the National People's Congress is going to vote on this, I don't think there's going to be, you know, it's not going to be 51 49. Mm. Uh, it's, it's going to be prob yeah, probably 100 to zero. And it will be very interesting to see whether we do get any symbolic votes against or abstentions. The Chinese system is very opaque. It's very hard for us to unpick each moment as it happens and how that happened. But as head of the Communist Party, he has enormous executive power anyway. And he's used this in the way that his predecessors haven't. And it, in fact, this decision this week is kind of one of those ones which is um, unsurprising but shocking, or shocking, uh, not shocking but surprising. In other words, it's consistent 
with what he, how he's behaved over the last five years and accumulating power and absolutely eliminating his enemies. And in this case, I think he's got so many enemies, he can't afford to leave office mm. because that's when he would, would, would be vulnerable. So that's, that's a big incentive for him to do this. You know, the root of this is, is with Chairman Mao, who became, uh, was an autocrat, uh, a totalitarian dictator who caused great harm to China through you know, convulsive political campaigns. So the reason why there are term limits and these sort of unofficial limits all through the system is so we wouldn't have another Chairman Mao. Now, having said that, um, you know, China, today's China is not like Mao's China. Xi Jinping is not you know, yet like Mao. Mao was in office for 26 years or something like that. But really, the whole reason they were there is so that you know, China didn't have, um, fall back into sort of one-man rule. Uh, that is... Uh, Richard McGregor from the Lowy Institute to explain just just the implications of this. I mean, let's be completely re- real here for a second. Let's get real. Let's get real. And people can jump on the Discord and scream and shout and jump in the voice chat and, and, and tell me if I'm wrong. But I kind of have to agree. This is not surprising. And I actually, I, I kind of thought that the Communist Party being in power and the fact that they have unlimited term limits for their leaders, I actually thought that China already had a rule. I know they have elections, but I, and I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this, but I thought the elections were an arbitrary measure. I didn't think that they were real. I didn't think that they were real. Uh, not that the fact that they weren't real or if they were quote-unquote rigged, but I just, again, I didn't know if they were a, they, they were just used as a motion. A, a means to an end, if that makes sense. So, it was, that's, 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 that's my opinion, that's my opinion, but I don't know if President Xi is going to be in power for 26 years, though. Something, I think something's going to happen in the next couple of years where he's overthrown, putting it out there. But again, that's what I mean. Out of 3,000 people, two said no uh, and quit the next day. Uh, and three abstained, which they also didn't quit but took absentary leave. Uh, but among 3,000 delegates, that's again, that's like a 99% success rate. But again, I'm not shocked. I'm more surprised that this hasn't happened sooner, if that, ma- that makes sense. Uh, moving on with our next story... <laughs> Off the back of that, Netflix. You know, the Netflix, they have the Queer Eye uh, for not a straight guy. Actually, for 90% straight guys. <laughs> uh, Netflix has apparently, now according to Mashable, have 700, yes, 700 originals happening in 2018. Now, I saw this headline and I went, uh, do they though? 
a running joke throughout the, the most recent season of South Park, saw Netflix representative continually answer the phone with a bunch of fourth graders with Hello, Netflix, you've been been greenlight. Who am I speaking with? (laughs) I started to do a voice then, but then realized, oh, I can do it. Oh, that's a perfect chance. Uh, All right, so I'm I'm Dale. Uh, I'm going to call up Netflix. Bloop, 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 bloop. Bring. Actually, I have a phone ringing sound effect, don't I? Let's tell me I have a phone ringing sound effect. Uh, I probably don't. Uh, I do, actually. All right, so I'm Dale. Bloop, 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 bloop. Oh, 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 it's the phone, it's the phone, it's the phone. Uh, hi, uh, welcome to Netflix, uh, you've been greenlit, uh, who am I speaking with? My name is Water Buffalo, and, uh, I'm a Roger Derek live show right now. Uh, my god, I can't believe it. Oh, hang on, hold the line, there's another phone call coming in, do you see how that works? The phone, it rings, and then you answer the phone. Hi, hello, welcome to Netflix, you've been greenlit. Who am I speaking with? Oh, I'm speaking with the same person as before. I do not know that. Uh, my parents died, and I'm very upset. And they always just died. I don't know what the story is. And this voice is not water buffalo anymore, because it's uh, just... Yeah, he does that. He just goes... He just goes... That's his new thing. Uh, do you see how that works? Okay. Uh, well, it turns out... <laughs> turns out, apparently it's true. According to, according to Variety, uh, at the Morgan Stanley Technology Media and Teleconference... <laughs> that sounds like a hoot. <laughs> uh, on February 27th, CFO David... Uh, David, uh, David Wells started the, uh, stated that the streaming mongrel will spend about $8 billion on content this year. $8 billion! A big chunk of that is going into original shows, he said, which will result in roughly 700 Netflix originals in 2018. <laughs> Carrie, <laughs> Carrie in the chat says, It's Water Buffalo's awkward cousin. Water yak. Ah ha ha! Ha ha ha! Uh, hi, my name is Water Yak. And he does that voice. Water Yak's going through puberty, apparently. So, he uh, My name is Water Yak. I'm like this. I talk like Goofy. Goofy? Goofy! Cafe, Goofy! Uh, that's really good. Water Yak. <laughs> I like the word yak. Uh, a Netflix representative told Mashable that the content budget uh, properties uh, already know and love Stranger Things as well as the licensed parents like AMC's The Walking Dead. Oh, this is across all Netflixes. Uh, there's a clip here. We're probably going to get... We're going to try this anyway. Netflix, you're greenlit. Who am I speaking with? Uh, yes, hello. We have an idea for a show that we think would be great for Netflix. Okay, great. Would you like a pilot or just go straight to an order of six episodes? Oh. We'd like to go right into six episodes with a pickup option at the end of three. Got it. Can you start Ooh. shooting next month? Got a show about transsexual dragons here. <laughs> we got a show. We've got a show. We've got a show about transsexual dragons. Ah! 
That's pretty good. Uh, hi, my name is Morty Yak. <laughs> and I've got to show my bad transsexual dragons. Do you see how that works? No! Because they're dragons. Uh, <laughs> dragons can be who they want to be. The show's called Drag On. <laughs> it's about transsexual dragons. Uh, Woody Yak, uh, Carrie says, Woody Yak's parents also, quote-unquote, just died. But instead of New Jersey, it have, they were in South Dakota. That's right, that was Water Buffalo's whole, whole bit. Was They died in New Jersey. <laughs> Deep cuts. Geek.io Show. Thursdays, 10pm Eastern, right here on twitch.tv slash Geek.io Show. Tune in. Go uh, listen to the episode called The Best Worst Debate Club. That's the episode that's from. <sighs> Boy. Transsexual dragons, huh? <laughs> Go figure. Uh, with a, uh, While 700 is an outstanding number, that's uh, devoting from Netflix's established business model using original content to drive subscriptions. That's true. I could, I can see that. I can see how they would use that uh, for that. Oh no, my internet's dipping. Ah! Oh well. I'm gonna just push through. Push through. Oh no. Ah! Uh, well. It's worth a shot. Uh, however, the question of quality. Uh, however, does not appear to be a focus. But Wells did mention how it used to be a good proportion of these funds for international Netflix programs, uh, like their German hit Dark. They're currently planning on 80 foreign shows and films this year. Uh, but Wells uh, did explain... Uh, one shift in the company's strategy. Last month, Netflix revealed to investors that they would increase their spending on marketing from 1.3 in 2017 to 2 billion in 2018. Uh, quote, we used to think that every incremental dollar uh, was spent uh, on content, he said. We think marketing is a multiplier on the contents, but uh, spend. Splend. Splendid. Splendid spending. Uh, oof, boy. My internet is all over the place. Uh, I'm just hoping that I this. Uh, Netflix is good. Oh, we've got an update, though, to this article. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, update. More content. Uh, a more context on the explicit nature of the eight billion budget for content was added to this article courtesy of Netflix orig uh, original. Ah, okay, that that makes sense. That's that's where they get the that's where they got the uh, got the money that got the figure amount from. I mean, Netflix is very cool, and they 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 are proven uh, their success rate. Now already with shows like Queer Eye, the re the the recent reboot uh, of the Queer Eye uh, series, and proving that they can make that content 
and which is the the new queer eye is that there's going to be tough competition to beat that uh, first of all second of all it's again going to be yeah very tough to beat that but also I was on Netflix the other day and it was just like, hey, you finished with Kuro? These are the three new series this week. Series? Siri? Serial? Is it serial? It's serial. Serial, the TV show. The podcast now turned TV show because that's a podcast that's no longer around. Ever heard from Serial? What's Serial up to these days? You know it blew up the internet like three years ago. All right. Uh, as we continue here on the Genetic Live Show for a Sunday, well, we're going to push through this internet, whatever it's doing. Who knows what it's doing? Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to push through, and on the other side, we're going to reminisce about the past, and we're going to give away a Generic Live hoodie. All this and more coming up on the Generic Live Show. Thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure, as per always. Even with crappy internet. So glad that we still get to do this show. Thanks for joining us. It's Dale Campbell here with you. We'll be right back. give you a big dose of genericness this is the generic live show thanks for joining us here on the generic live show for us sunday it's dale campbell here with you we're doing it for geek.io thanks for joining us uh i deeply apologize for this this is not what i had planned uh to do uh but uh we're, we're gonna we're gonna push on the audio version of the show uh, the video, <laughs> there won't be a video version of the show this week. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna put that out there. I'm definitely, definitely gonna put that out there. There is, there's 150% sure that there's not gonna be a video version of the show. Uh, if there is, it's gonna be a very insanely Christmas miracle. <laughs> uh, and I might re-upload the audio because the audio is fine. The the audio recording that I'm doing in the background is fine, but apparently the video is giving people a few words, uh, and that's about it. Well, hey, thanks for joining us here on the channel. For a Sunday, uh, it's Dale Campbell here with you. We're doing it for Geek.io. Thanks for joining us. Uh, you know what we are? Let's... I feel kind of bad. I'm just doing the show for no reason this week. But let's... Let's get moving here. Let's push on again. Like I said, I've got the... And again, if this goes out... I've got the audio recording going, so there will be audio of this. 
and that would make no sense to uh, to everyone. Is the video is just lagging, and my computer is just just struggling today. I have no idea why, but we'll go with that. Uh, let's. Uh, uh, and we're back, and we are currently off air. Uh, yeah, the I had some major hardware dysfunctions uh, today. Uh, apologies if this audio sounds a little weird. It might uh, because yes, I've had so, I had some very difficult technical difficulties, some hardware failures uh, today. Uh, luckily, like I said, the audio isn't terrible uh so we're gonna it's workable we can we can work with this we can work with this man it's kind of hard to ramp yourself up for something when you're not on the air right kind of kind of it's a little weird uh but that's where we were up to is uh same as you remember same as it ever was uh, the journey to graduation edition and before we get on out of here for this hour uh, i wanted to do a very, uh, talk, talk about my graduate, um, my internship, uh, and all of that entailed. Now, I did a, an internship in early 2017 with a not-for-profit organization, Study Cans. Uh, it's a small-ish business that helps international students find education here in far north Queensland in Australia. I just realised, even when I'm off air, I don't have my microphone uh, muted. Uh, my uh, <laughs> phone muted. <laughs> uh, full disclaimer, again, we're offline. I'm doing this offline because I can't really do anything online at the moment. So, we're doing this offline for now. So, the internship basically... And I hope I'm not uh, talking out of school. If I am, this is going to get very awkward very quickly. But uh, it entailed me basically being an admin slash marketing assistant. Which, like every job, uh, you have to go for an initial interview. The initial interview went well and... She seems to like me, Michelle, if you're listening. Hi. Uh, it's good to good to talk to you. Question mark. Uh, I, I, I don't know what to say after that. It's good to see you in this audio format. It's good to talk to you when it's only a one-way conversation. <laughs> it's a little bit bizarre, but it's a little bit surreal. But one thing... that So the interview went well, and I started, and I, I was starting on... Some, some basic ch- tasks, basically to see where my ability level is at, which is pretty, pretty standard. And as the internship went on and, and on, it, it kind of the tasks got a little bit heavier and a little bit harder. And one thing I noticed as well uh, is there was a lot to ride on because there there was me. And Michelle, who was the other full-time person working on this sort of thing at the same time as me. So I was basically assisting her with everything. And 
towards the end of my internship, there was a major conference on. And the major conference meant that there was... I can't remember how many delegates, but there was a there was a lot of delegates coming from all around uh, America, uh, the UK, uh, Cambodia. We had so many Cambodians. Uh, Cambodians? Are they called Cambodians? <laughs> I don't know if they're called Cambodians. Uh, people from Cambodia <laughs> uh, here and in Cairns, which is lovely. It boosts tourism and had to help organize that, had to help because we had to take them on a three-day familiarization. There was a few that signed up for a pre-familiarization, I don't want to call sessions because it was all one thing. Uh, it's two, th- these are people that are investing in, in this, in Cairns really, and why they should pick Cairns to send their students. So, a three-day getting to know Cairns uh, uh, tour. I'll call it a tour. Why not? That was really weird. My voice went really high. Uh, I'm recording this late at night <laughs> because it's the only time I have. And the opportunity to have a hands-on approach like that in, in such a significant way is something that I never would have experienced. And we're talking like helping on the day with with very important tasks. And I, I was up for the challenge and it was everything from fetching coffee to doing photocopying to tying these little USB sticks uh, to a whole bunch of collateral, marketing collateral information I had on these USB sticks and tying those on thread and like having those uh, tie on and uh, you know having that having do those and having to do uh, about a hundred of them over and over and over again tying them uh, to these little like Nemo plushies and that sort of stuff. I sincerely hope I still have my Nemo plushie. I know I have the Nemo USB stick. I need to show it sometime uh, on the stream uh, when I'm on camera. Is that that the, that thing is definitely something to behold. And by what I mean by Nemo fish is the like Finding Nemo, the clownfish is is what I mean by those. Uh, but one thing as well, I just. I was so honoured. I, I don't know. I was I was of two mindsets at the time, and Michelle knows as much. Is that I was very honoured to have the opportunity, and clearly having this opportunity dangling in front of me is is huge. And I could either have gone of one of two directions. I could have either gone for it, actually one of three directions, I could have gone for it, fell on my ass, learnt from my mistakes, Uh, two, gone for it and was successful, or three, give up such an amazing 
industry-based and working with amazing people, working alongside amazing people, was just, again, something to behold. And that's something I will treasure for a long time. And having people, having actual international delegates of this convention asking for me and saying, like, talking about me in a positive way. And I remember the the first night very distinctly of the Welcome Networking event. Uh, I won't go too into too many of the details because I can't on air. That's There's some personal stuff that happens that night that I don't really want to be sharing on the internet. Hey, tell you what, if you donate a billion dollars to our Patreon page at geek-o.net slash Patreon, uh, we'll, we'll get that hooked up for you. Uh, but again, I just... There was something that uh, I wanted to grab a hold of, and I was incredibly nervous. Uh, spoiler alert, I suck at networking. Turns out, properly formatted business-based networking, I absolutely suck at. Now, put me in a social environment, uh, like a dragon con, uh, or at Disney, I don't know why I'm saying it like that. At the Disney. Uh, uh, but uh, put me in, in those situations and I definitely am kind of in my comfortable element because these are people uh, I've not had to experience those places alone, if that makes sense. And if I am alone <laughs> in those places, heaven forbid, uh, definitely have had someone on close standby. <laughs> it's not like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely, you know, I haven't, yeah, again, I haven't had to be there by myself and heaven forbid if I actually, you know, ever got in trouble in those places, I'd be so awkward. But, you know, it, it's like, actually, you know what, I, here locally, thinking about it, and this is completely off topic, uh, yeah, surprise, surprise, off-air, I go off-topic as well. But, Uber drivers. Now, I don't understand why I'm so comfortable around Uber drivers, who are effectively, I'm getting into a stranger's car and letting them drive me around town. Right? It's basically the same thing. But I was so nervous on that first day uh, of that networking event. Because it was so overwhelming, and yes, that there is there are different types of conventions. This is a business convention that has you thinking all day. Not that Dragon Con is all thinking, you know, is not thinking. If that makes sense, you know, you still require a lot of energy and a lot of brain work, but it's a different part of the brain. For me, Dragon Con was the creative side of me, and this the business convention. Uh, the International uh, Learning Convention uh, was a logic-based logic-based thinking. But uh, apart from apart from that networking event, which apparently I did way too well at, uh, according to some sources, uh, and and 
I, I, I seriously thought that I was going to get in trouble uh, for what I did at that convention. Uh, actually, at, at that networking event. But I was later talking to the founder of the, com- of the uh, company that I was doing the internship for. And apparently that is quite normal. And if you haven't figured it out by now, please hit me up at uh, slash discord uh, If you want to know the full details, uh, you can DM me, and I'll um, I'll uh, fill in the blanks for you if you are not following along. But uh, I was <laughs> this is funny. We had a farewell party for the delegation, and somehow, some way, I ended up in charge of the after drinks which is weird because we had a we had a live band and we had a a a band there we were performing you know people were performing we were doing awards and we were doing thank yous which to have uh, the mayor of your city call you out live on microphone to say thank you f- for your excellent work thank you Dale Campbell from James Cook University uh, the intern for for helping out study cans to have the mayor say those words it's it's unbelievable uh, nothing that i will probably experience ever again uh, and i i just really want to end on this and I know probably hour two is probably going to be very short because of because of the way this worked out. But life is—I don't know why I got very clumped then. Uh, but life—it it taught me one valuable lesson: that life is very short, and you've got to go with the flow and grab every single opportunity that you can while it lasts and even if you don't uh, succeed at those opportunities you'll learn what to do for the next opportunity and there will always be a next opportunity that comes up be it one second later one month later or one day later or one year later those opportunities definitely will be there for you that, and that's what that's what I learned throughout my whole degree. There were moments there where I laughed, I cried, I got very angry at some people. Oof. And I really, really regret some of the things that I've done whilst whilst doing my university degree. But at the same, but at the same token, if I hadn't have done those things, I wouldn't have experienced them. And I think the perfect time to experience some awesome, awesome experiences is in those prime years. For sure. And while, you know, I may be young and I may, I have a very, very long journey ahead of me, 
I would take this thing away from the last five years of my life. Never underestimate the power of friendship. Never. And caffeine. But mainly friendship and family. And again, you having this show as that creative outlet all these years has been amazing. Alright, well, uh, this is the part of the show. No, uh, this is the part of the show where I would normally hang out with the chat room, except <laughs> one problem, I don't have a chat room. Uh, one problem, I don't have outro music. I do have outro music. Uh, I think I think we're going to end it there. Thank you everyone for joining us. Actually, you know what, let's do some pluggage. Uh, my name's Dale Campbell. You can find the show on facebook.com slash generic live show uh, twitter.com slash geekio show facebook.com slash geekio show uh, they're the two main uh, google oh, Google. they're the main two google <laughs> uh, just home from work minty fresh uh, they're the main two platforms that you can find us on youtube.com slash geekio show uh, remember, patreon.com slash geekio You can get the pre-show, the post-show, the, uh, the uh, hour one, hour two, all in one nifty RSS feed. And, you know, that's it's always fine. Uh, hey, if you want to follow my adventures, uh, you can do so. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash thedalecampbell. That's T-H-E-D-A-L-E-C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L. You can find me there as well. Uh, you know what? Uh, we're probably not going to have much of a... Uh, actually, you know what? Let's do kick it to the... Let's. We do owe it to everyone who has suffered through this long video uh, to do an after show. Uh, so I don't know what we're going to do in the post show, but stay tuned anyway. We'll, we'll figure it out live to hard drive. Thanks for joining us here on the Generic Live Show. I've been Dale Campbell. I will continue to be Dale Campbell. Unless something changes. Hey, we can play the Extendo Mix. Hey, let's play the whole... Let's play the whole Extendo Mix, shall we? Let's do the Extendo Mix. Thanks for joining us here on the Jerk Live Show. It's been a pleasure as always. It's Dale Campbell, and we'll see you all next week. Bye for now.
Creative at Jordanski Caribbean Network Production. Copyright 2018. You see how that works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>